Brewers Hardware specializes in stainless steel parts for your home brewery. From conicals to triclovers, you can find it at BrewersHardware.com. This is the Brewing Network's Brewing with Style, hosted by Jamil Zanishev and Mike Tasty McDole, along with special guest Jonathan Plise. Now, here's Jamil. Hey, howdy, hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. Hey, guys, what's up? Tasticalese. I'm here again. And we got the Jipper. What's up? Uh, no, not much. So I'm looking for your other live read in here. Uh, yeah, it's probably not there. I don't know. You know what That's I was one thinking? Of those I was thinking uh, our great sponsor, yeah, Brewers Warehouse, Brewers Hardware, Hardware. I mean, yeah, uh, they have like equipment for like both a small and a big brewery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I figured it'd be All a great place if you wanted to like you know say start small like at a like a three like a three barrel system. Yeah, but have parts that you could later on use if you upgraded to like a like a five barrel. Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, you're right. I, you know, that's one of the cool things about um, Brewers Hardware is they've got a full full range of stuff, and they can set you up like a commercial brewer, even on a small scale, yeah, which is very cool. Which it, is a lot of us like to be. I mean, it's kind of fun to have a right, right. Like, you know, have clover clamps on your kettles. And exactly. Stuff like that. Well, and at, at worst, it's good experience working with the clamps and all that yeah, stuff yeah, no. uh, that you would in a bigger brewery. Right. And the if advantages you, of having them too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, san- they call them sanitary, sanitary fittings for a reason. Right. Uh, and, you know, I, th- I think, uh, you know, if you were starting out and you had visions of someday working in a in a commercial brewery, well, that's that's actually kind of a good way to go. And at, at worst, you're getting yourself some, some sweet equipment. Right. they got great customer service. They're great people. Uh, Brad at uh, Bruce Hardware, uh, you know, that's Bevo's, like, next heavy, heavy love. Yeah. Is uh, you know she's all about Brad over at Tyre. She's going on and on and on. Won't stop talking about it. To be honest, and, with you. and then she moans a couple of times, and then 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 she's done. Uh-huh. Um, if you want that experience, BrewersHardware.com. <laughs> Go to BrewersHardware.com. Apparently, Tom, that's Bezos' favorite porn site. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna see this man. <laughs> oh, I know you will. I'm just going in to your be dreams, in your dreams no. later tonight. Does Sam know? Should we call Sam and ask him? Let's call Sam and ask him right now. Is it any wonder Bevo doesn't share anything with us? Any? Barely like the three of you. Doesn't talk to us. Three of you. I stand by that statement. It's fucked up. Well, you're sitting down, so. There you go. Ah, yes. Yes. Um, What are we doing today? Well, today... We're going to do a surprise style. Apparently, surprise. there have been two beers that have been selected for us. We have no idea what beers those are. We are to taste the beers. We are to evaluate them and to assign a style. Oh, to guess the beers. style. Oh. Guess the style. And then uh, apparently some information is going to be revealed to us to prove how stupid we are. Yeah, I'm sure okay. I'm going to be stupid there in this. There you go. But I like being stupid. It's easy. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't care. Yeah, that's that's one of my so easy, I, easiest things I can do. I think I'm going to need to probably write my answers down, right? Otherwise, I can just like oh, whatever right, he said. Right, right, right. Yeah. Maybe we need to write them down. And turn them in. Sure, we can do that. 
I mean, I trust everybody in this room well, well, that's mostly. True. That's so, why you. But are, I can do that. That's no, why no, you are failing in life because you. Trust it would be people. just a little bit of like a. It's true. Listeners, I think would like to hear that we're doing that. What do you mean I'm failing in life? What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> well, thank you. That's rude. Uh huh. Look at the lovely Bevo. She has got. She's got us set up with uh, notes. Ballots. Ballots. I don't want your shitty paper. Get out of here. I wasn't going to vote this year. I changed my mind. Right. There you go. All right. So I think what we should do is take a short break. I like breaks. We will come back. And after the break, we will have tasted at least one, if not two of the beers. Two mystery beers. And we will talk about them. And then we will reveal the styles. And then we'll, after the break, we'll reveal the information, and we'll go from there. Sound good? Sounds great. All right. Let's do it. More right after this. When I order a beer, I want my server to know more about it than I do. I want someone who enjoys good beer and loves helping others enjoy it, too. I want someone who knows how to pour a perfect pint for every beer style. I want a Cicerone. The Cicerone Certification Program is creating the type of people who help you enjoy great beer. Home brewers and craft beer lovers know beer is more flavorful and complex than ever, and it takes some serious knowledge to store and serve beer right. Cicerones know beer. There are three levels in the Cicerone Program. Certified Beer Server, Certified Cicerone, and Master Cicerone. Cicerones are truly the sommeliers of beer. The best beer locations have a certified Cicerone on staff. Relaxed and unpretentious. Cicerones are tested on storing and serving beer, beer styles, flavor and tasting, the brewing process and ingredients, and pairing food with beer. Learn more about your next beer guide at Cicerone.org. Certified Cicerone, because it takes top talent to present a perfect pint. Your support of the Brewing Network means everything to us. We couldn't produce shows without you. And we love giving you something extra for that support, like... Brew Your Own Magazine. You already know it's a great brewing magazine full of recipes, equipment how-tos, discussions of beer styles, and brewing techniques. Whether you're new to brewing and just starting out or you're an old pro, you'll always learn something from the articles in Brew Your Own. Plus, there are amazing special issues like plans for building a Brutus 10 system, 250 classic clone recipes, and the Home Brewer's Answer Book. Brew Your Own Magazine and BYO.com are awesome resources for any brewer, whether for yourself or as a gift, when you subscribe or resubscribe from the Brewing Network homepage, you directly support programs like this. Get a great magazine and support the Brewing Network. Subscribe to Brew Your Own right from the BrewingNetwork.com. Now back to Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. Tasty, have you heard about uh, Deschutes' new brand that they're they're launching? It's the uh, no. Army Experimental Pale Ale. No. I like that style, Pale Ale, for sure. Yeah, 5.9%. Oh, my God, that sounds great. 55 IBU. Right in your wheelhouse, oh, yeah? That's, yeah? That's pretty well up there, yeah. Each round, they're brewing with an experimental hop. Oh, that's why they call it Experimental Pale Ale or something? Their, their first batch is hopped with Nugget, Northern Brewer, Cascade Centennial, and experimental uh, 07270. 07270, baby. That's a really good number. That's the new one. Oh, I love those sevens. I love the, those O's. The new hotness. The two. That's how, that's how Bevo's built. Sevens and O's. Sevens and O's. She's got a nice pair of O's on her. 
<laughs> Not according to that look she just gave you. Yeah. Was that? Was that? I'm going to run for. I'm going to run for president, so I'm not going to comment. Right, that. right, right. Yeah, there you go. You're doomed. <laughs> too much recorded already. Yeah. There's too much. There's yeah. Too much on President tape. Lohug. Well, they said they said such a low bar. Low, <laughs> well, wait a minute. The, the bar has been set pretty low, right? Right. <laughs> That's a good I, point. I'm like a nice, dirty old man. Right? Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Mm, yeah. President Lohug. Come on. Oh, and to celebrate this, Deschutes is giving away a free trip to their experimental hop farm. Pretty cool. Snap a photo of you enjoying their new Armory XPA. Share it on Instagram or Twitter using hashtag Armory XPA and at Deschutes Beer. And uh, there you go. Sounds great. So for more information, since I'm like three sheets now... um, Go to DeschutesBrewery.com slash XPA. Get the details from somebody sober, like the Internet. That's sober. I haven't had the beer. Neither have I. It's probably like a production area here. Well, uh, but it's a great brewery, and they First make great all, beers. First of all, we had it in the session like two oh, fucking we? shows ago. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, oh, I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> right. Yeah. Second of all, it's Second not of- a production error because Bebo produces it, and it wasn't her responsibility. Oh, so everyone, everyone back off of Bebo. Oh, I don't want to back off. All right. Back forward. <clears throat> what are we drinking? Did we figure that out? Well, that's the question. That's the game we're playing. What the fuck that are you drinking? That is the game. What style is this, anyways? What the hell is this? How about what the hell style is this, anyway? We're going to start with JP. Okay. Which one are we going to start with? Uh, the lighter or the darker? So we have two start, beers. Number we have one. A, a straw-colored yes. thing. It's yeah. a cloudy. It's, mm-hmm. it's almost an East Coast IPA. And then we have... <laughs> A, I don't know, like a amber, amber it, dark, it looks like a pot of coffee uh, yeah. thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So I think the first one, the straw color thing, I think it's some sort of Saison with Brett. Because mm. it's very spicy, mm-hmm. but very kind of hay alfalfa-y, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um Brand. Maybe some I'm lemon peel there. in it. I don't know. Like it's kind of also super right, lemony. Right, right. Yeah, I'm with you there. The second one, I I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. <laughs> I wrote down like a coffee. There's a coffee notes to it, so I think that there's mm. coffee in it. But I also got oh. some kind of red wine notes and some like cherry notes. Hmm. But then the base style was kind of dry in the mouth. Like the the mouthfeel kind of wasn't there. Like the 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 mid palate flavors. Weren't really there, so I'm like, maybe the base style is a mild. Mm. I don't really know. Both beers are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Saison was better. Uh, this co- for me, it's a coffee red wine thing that I don't I don't understand what it is. Well, first of all, let's let's not call it the Saison because you don't know what it is yet. Well, no, but I'm calling it a Saison. So <laughs> to him, it's a Saison, right? Yeah, oh, okay. he's calling it a Saison. Uh, I just okay. stuck so, up for you, and now I, you're giving me shit. I'm just messing which, which with you. Which I'll be calling okay. for so, so for GABF guidelines, there's yeah. classic Saison or specialty Saison. Which would you put it specialty in? Specialty Saison. I I would agree with, yeah. with that versus the two sure yeah. you're totally wrong but that's that's fine yeah it has those lemon characters for sure. <laughs> and the brown one what would you put that under you got to pick a category uh well i would it, it, it's some sort of specialty beer i mean right it's like spiced herb vegetable well, they, whatever they, the coffee, they have a would coffee go under. category then i would put it in there i think coffee, that there's beer, coffee coffee stout or porter coffee beer coffee beer i don't all think right. it's a stout or porter all right all right everyone's written down their answers yeah. i certainly have tasty tasty please yeah. God of Homebrew. I knew I'd be terrible at this game. Okay. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, what did you write down? I thought the uh, the yellow, the first beer, number one, the yellow beer, uh-huh. uh huh, has like a very much a uh, saison character, but mm. a little a little bit rougher. Uh, mm. I call it a, a farmhouse ale. Is what I think it is. Okay. All right. Farmhouse ale. Farmhouse ale. Uh, beer number two, man, that thing's confusing me. I get like a lot of English character. Uh, right, 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 right. Yeah, I'm getting that. I just, uh-huh, uh-huh. I just can't, I just can't place it into one of the English styles. I can't stick your finger in it, or put your thumb on it. Right. So uh, put your thumb in it. Put your thumb in it. You can't put your thumb up. Like uh, bury your thumb in it. I'm very estuary, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm terrible, and I mean, I'm being, being funny here, but I think it's a Baltic porter. Baltic Porter. Yeah. No, you don't. What do you really think it is? No, that's what I wrote down. No, you didn't. I don't. Interesting. Baltic Porter. But you didn't really, but that's not what you think it is. I think it is. No, you, no, you don't. No, I do. You think this is a Baltic Porter? Stop telling him what he thinks. I think he's messing around. I want to know actually no, what the no, man I'm really not, honestly not, thinks it what I'm it is. I'm just going with an instinct, which is probably wrong, rather than my okay. judgment. You know what I mean? All right. Okay. Hey, well, Fair enough. I, I think he's going off what's on the board, maybe. Okay. With the hop grenade. Oh. Well, I did see a Baltic Porter there. No, these were uh, bottles. Uh, these were I, not draft I didn't. I didn't think we were choosing from that list. I think, um, for me, I go the brown one first. I don't get enough Baltic Porter in there, but it's not roasty you enough. Larger? It's not roasty enough for a Baltic Porter. It's it's too light brown. I think I'm getting the English character, like you said. I think the English character was was it's a so good dark. call on your what, end. It's so dark. What is it? No, it's and it's not I dark mean, enough. But there's right. not enough mouthfeel on it That's, either. It's kind of thin. Really? Yeah. I get it full. No, well, maybe mouthfeel is not the right thing, but I think it's very thin. I, I, I wouldn't, I would never, even for a porter, I think it's too thin. Like that's why I wrote down mild. To me, it's more right, of a mild. Right, right, right. right. Oh, it may be see, thin in texture, but it's long and finished and malty, malt wise. There's a sweetness yes. to it too. Yeah. Yes, yes. And the Baltic porter for me is a little drier, roastier, intensely roasty, mm-hmm. higher alcohol. Than this, mm-hmm. I get a lot of English character though. I get For English. me, it was kind of a tweener no. between a uh, like a Northern English and a Southern English. You know, Southern English darker. Northern English is more like uh, you know Newcastle. And the Southern gets this dark. Southern English is dark. Well, I'm, like I'm, I'm uh, thinking that's, you know. a good, that's a good guess. Hope you put that down. So I think that that's kind of where I'm at on that. that. Southern English. I would go more, you sure. know, it's, it's, it's got, it, it, do you not get some esters, though, and some English character out of the malt well, and all that? Yeah, I, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. But in my mind, there's coffee in here, so then that could be just from the coffee. Right. Oh, I tell you, if there's coffee in there, that's brilliant on you, brother. <laughs> like, so here's what I... It might be. What I, I didn't think, get any, but it could be there. Yeah. There's some, uh, There's some. like, okay, check this out. A mild... I'm getting more coffee now. Right? A God mild, damn you. A mild brute... He already has. A mild brewed with coffee <laughs> aged in a red wine barrel. Whoa. <laughs> ah! I don't know. If you pull that out without knowing... Yeah. <laughs> this isn't like a beer you saw. Nope. Damn. Nope. That'd but even if it's not, Believable. it sounds kind of good, that's, right? That's calling it right there, man. That if sounds kind of good. I will, I will get down on my knees. I'll kiss your feet. All right. All right. You'll have that's, athlete's lips. far-fetched, but, fetched, but not fine. that far. It but very it, well be. if it's not, let's make one. It sounds kind of good. Right. No, I'm, I'm getting a lot of English character, though. Yeah. i got to go English, English brown of some kind. Mm. Well, it must be something because it's too dark for it. And you're right. going Baltic Porter. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've each explained why. Right, that's think, correct. D- d- why we think one would be whatever, and the other would be whatever. Whatever. So 
So, whatever. Well, what do you want to do about it? Well, I want to take another short break. Okay. And when we come back, I want to talk about beer number one, which is the uh, lighter color one. All right? Right after this. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! Do you like beer? They make beer. Watch out! Do you like friends and fun? They make friends and fun. Watch out! Do you still like to have a good time? The 21st Amendment. Watch out! The 21st Amendment in San Francisco, located at 563 2nd Street, two blocks from the building where baseball is seen and played. Try their beers in the pub or try them in the can. Featuring... Monk's Blood. Made with real monk. Watch out! So why not have the best time of your life? Go to the 21A and Sean O'Sullivan will personally greet you with a can of... Monk's Blood. The 21st Amendment. Watch out! This advertisement is not in any way affiliated nor associated with the 21st Amendment Bar and Pub, nor its subsidiaries or affiliates. This telecast is not copywritten by the 21st Amendment for the private use of the Brewing Network. Any use of this telecast without Jamil Zanishev's consent is prohibited. Suck it, JP. Hey there, BN Army. Have you heard the latest at HopTech? Since HopTech has doubled in size after a huge expansion, Jade and Roberto can stock even more of the best quality homebrewing supplies and equipment. Over 60 kick-ass varieties of hops and malts, monster truckloads of quality brewer's yeast, including white labs, rye yeast, and multiple dry yeasts. They even have all grain systems from Grainfathers and Ruby Street Brew Systems, thanks to Jade, the brand new all-grain brewer. And don't forget about their 10% discount to all BN Army members. Jade and Roberto are waiting for you and all of your brewing questions over at HopTech.com. HopTech, totally not sucking since 1983. Are you looking for a simple brewing system that's great for all-grain brewing, but everything on the market seems to be full of compromises? Blickman Engineering has the answer. The Blickman Brew-Easy All-Grain Brewing System. The Brew-Easy is a complete system with easy upgrades and a beautiful compact design, perfect for any size brewing location. At its core, the Brew-Easy is built on two gorgeous Blickman Boilermaker brew kettles, a high-temperature march pump, and either a top-tier gas burner or the new boil coil electric heater. The Brew-Easy adapter lid allows the pots to stack on top of each other, forming an efficient, strong, and compact brewing setup that comes in 5, 10, and 20-gallon batch sizes. Upgrade your BrewEasy system with full automated control by adding a Blickman Tower of Power temp controller and make moving around easy with the Blickman Kettle Cart. The BrewEasy is modular. If you already own a Boilermaker kettle, you can build your BrewEasy by purchasing just the modules you need. The new BrewEasy all-grain brewing system. See it today at BlickmanEngineering.com and brew with Blickman quality on your new BrewEasy. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Chicken Boy. This is Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. This is the surprise style where they've just given us two beers that we have no idea. I and certainly have no idea. We have uh, kind of worked our way through. I still don't. I will start again with Master JP. JP, yes, tell sir. us uh, beer number one, the the light colored beer. What is your analysis of that bad boy? What did we do? That? Didn't we already do this? No, we didn't. 
We didn't? I mean, maybe you did. Oh. We were talking about the brown. No, we talked about the we talked about both. Yeah, we did both. And then we broke down the brown. So maybe that we was it. Yeah, well, so you want to break confused. down the, the... Break down okay. the blonde. So, okay, let me hit it again. I mean, it has that Brett nose. There, there's Brett no, in I'm here. I'm getting that there's, nose. There's, there's no, right. there's was, no way that, that there's no Brett in here. I thought here. it might have been like a... I, I think there's Saison. Yeah, I think there's. I think it's the Saison base. I think yeah, there's yeah. definitely the Saison esters. I think uh-huh. it, it, I, I'm even going to call if there's not right. lemon zest you were in here. Class uh, uh, specialty Saison. Yeah, I'm going to say if there's not lemon zest in here, then it has to be one of those super lemony hop forward mm-hmm, beers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's what. That's what it, because it's, it's super lemon, super lemon, like super like mega citrus. Hmm. But like lemon citrus, mm-hmm. kind of a thing, mm-hmm. right? Not like I a not like a orange or whatever. Definitely get that. I get a huge bread out of this thing. It's tons of bread. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that horse blanket kind of I don't know, I say like hay or alfalfa. Um, tastes at like the horse end. cock to me. Tastes like smells like horse cock for sure. Yeah. Doesn't feel like it though, uh, um, except at the end there. Um, that's a that's about that's about it. I, I'm I'm sticking with the saison. Super dry, uh-huh. spicy, uh, specialty saison. Specialty saison. That's what Red I'm doing. Saison. All right, so so tasty. Uh, you need to throw this into a category. I, yeah, you know, JP oh, I said it was a farmhouse ale, but obviously it does have brick here. Farmhouse, farmhouse. I, do I see farmhouse in here? What's your answer, style? Belgian and French. Uh, uh, yeah. Um. Hmm. Hmm. Tell me more about it. Well, I. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, uh, you know, I'm obviously wrong because it has to have a Brett character. It should be in some sort of specialty category. Well, not necessarily. Well, you know, uh, it reminds me a little bit of the uh, Santa Darius beers, which we drink out here. Hmm. It has that sort of like uh, mm-hmm. a little bit of a wild character to it as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I made think, me think uh, yeah. Farmhouse for some reason. I don't know. It definitely, definitely it's the same song style beer well, as a base. Farmhouse tends to go to uh, like beer to guard or you know saison or something like that. Or between yeah. those two, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think that's more the you know the farmhouse uh, categories. Yeah. All right. For me, I throw the uh, the pale beer into. Where's my notes? I throw the pale beer into... Uh, I wrote it down. I'm going with... Um, kind of like an American Wild. Oh. Wouldn't that be more tart than this? No, I don't think so. I think, uh, you know, American... Brett beer, or American Wild, or something like that. But a Wild so, Wasaka is going to have more than Brett because it has uh, other yeah, acid-producing things. Uh, right, right, right. Uh, you know, uh, uh, mainly Brett, American Brett, at least. Ah, okay. And, uh, you know, it might be Brett with other fundamental things. It's kind of giving it a little of that tartness and that lemony that uh, JP is pointing out. Yeah. No, I, I get that. So, uh, for me, that was uh, kind of... Uh, I got a lot of bread. I got some stinky hops. I got some some uh, high high carbonation. I think um, if I had to pick that, I would say that's a Jolly Pumpkin beer. Well, I'm going specific. Wow, you get extra points. 
On the You're number, in the bonus round. On the number two, I was very soy, caramel, uh, real English brown ale for me. I thought it was perhaps either English brown or a brown porter. Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. All right. All right. Well, how do we find out? Well, Bebo has brought me the uh, oh. the information, which has been stored in Funk, Funk and Wagnall's uh, porch, right, stored in a pickle jar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Beer number one is Crooked Stave Chad, uh, King of the Wild Yeasts. Nice. Okay. Awesome name. Wild Ale. Sour wild ale. I don't really get the sour, but I get the wild ale. I don't get sour no, no, at sour. all. No, 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 no. Right. So uh, after long years, uh, the community is discussing hops to exhaustion. This is finally getting a glimpse of spotlight. Flame. <laughs> this that is man. good. Uh, Do you want me to read Chad. that for you? Good, good. Yeah. Jackson. He's just skimming over the not important parts. Hey, so we want to find out the what the fuck this oh, is. Skim my not important parts, dear. Skim my not important parts. Yeah, definitely don't get the uh, any sort of. Uh, I don't really get the sour. I get, sour. I get the wild ale. Yeah, it doesn't get that. It, first of all, it's from rate beer, so who knows what the fuck these people are talking about? Um, <laughs> but it, I mean, so here's the base. It's a farmhouse pale ale, is what it says. Uh-huh. Uh, ingredients: ingredients: Pilsner malt, carapils, flaked oats, Simcoe mosaic, Citra, Amarillo, Brett. Mm-hmm. So literally nothing in here says sour, but I don't know what kind of yeast. Is it all bread? Is it 100%? Here, let me let me actually look on their website. It's there. not there. It's not there? No. But, I, but I'd but i say, you know, uh, I was right. And, uh, oh, because it's, it's a collab. It's a collab, yeah. Uh, so there. Uh, pale ale, what does that, what's that mean? Uh, Belgian pale. I yeah, a, a pale base. And a then, Belgian pale uh, base, yeah, right. You yeah. know, uh, there's a lot of bread. There's some other funky little things in there. Yeah. Um, I think pale ale, maybe some hoppiness as well. And the wild? You said you can taste yeah, the yeah. wild. A little, yeah, a little bit. A little hurt the... Yeah. Stuff that Brett wouldn't be putting in there. Uh, yeah, quite a bit of Brett. But... Like, I think you, everyone was saying... What, are you, what sort of thing is the wild contributing there's, to it? There's a little bit of... Uh, yeah, something? a little bit of, uh, you know... Um, it's a little more tart than just straight Brett. Okay. Not much. Uh, hair. And... Um, a little funky dirty, you know. The dirty part. I get that. Oh, it's dirty. Uh, uh, uh. Nice. I'm, Very I'm, cool. It's a cool beer. I'm baffled why it was chosen for us if we can't solve the problem. I don't think when well, Justin no. picked it out, he knew. Right, right, right. No, uh, you know, the task is not to get a classic example of a style and, and identify no. that, no. but it's to... You know, discuss why we think it would fit in that category or not. Okay, all right, and uh, sure, you know, disagree with it or, or or what have what have you? Right now, we're discussing does it fit into the style yeah, as yeah. described? That's all, all right. So now that we know more about it, what what category would would we put it into? I think JP's got it right. I'd put it in, uh, especially saison. Especially saison. Yeah, saison yeah, for me. I yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, uh, you know, if if you're using uh, BJCP style guidance, I think JP's right. Yeah. Throw it in, you know, a, a saison category, or identify it as a saison with whatever. For me, too much Brett. If if I'm using the JABF guidelines, 
I'm going, uh, you know, American American Wild or American Brett. Because I think it's it's clean on the one hand. It doesn't have the malt character that a Saison does. Mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, very Brett forward uh, with a little bit of funk. I would go American Brett in nice. the uh, GABF style guy. Okay. American Brett. Huh? Okay. Sounds great. Let's do that. I wish I just, all I want to know is what yeast they used. That's all, that's all I wanted to know. I can't find it. They use Brett? Oh, well. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Brett CMY. Is that a, is that a Brett strain? CMY? Sure. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Great. All right. I'm, cl- I'm claiming a win on beer number two. All right. You won. Hey, I'm claiming a win on beer number one. I'm claiming a beer on <laughs> beer number two. I'm claiming a beer on number three. Shit, you're claiming there a beer no on it? You're a winner. Yeah. You want to look at that for you, too, old man? Beer is this. Yes. <laughs> Alesmith Nut Brown Ale. Oh, Nut Jesus brown. Christ. That's English brown right there. Well, with Nut Brown, doesn't have, that's a different style, right? Would that, be, would that be English brown? Yes. Oh, that so would, there is would, no style called Nut Brown Ale. People call their beer Nut Brown Ale. Right. Oh, so it's, Sam Smith's it says Nut Brown Ale? English-style ale on it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Look at you. I was way off. Oh, winner. Right on. Winner. Co- coffee? Who the fuck am I? There's. I think there's some coffee notes in there, dude. I don't think you're crazy for Yeah, but coffee. like, well. I think that's maybe. from the malt, and, you know, if they, they use some roast malts. I think I think you get some coffee flavors well, in I'm there. I'm stupid. For sure. Well, well yeah, that was coffee cool. has its own esters, and some of those are shared with roasted malts, right? Right, right, right. It's roasted beans. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't think that's I, I don't think that's crazy at all. I think no. that's you know, yeah. I think that's uh, perceptive to pick up the coffee because mm. once you mentioned that, I was picking up more coffee in it than I had before. It's but super th- coffee forward, man. It's I mean, like I <laughs> swear to God, there was like cold brew coffee in here. And there's a lot well, of uh, say it that way. I did get there's more a lot of that. ester character in there too, yeah. which. That that is what told me it was English. Those esters, yeah, yeah, just that malt English sweetness. Sure. I'm like, yeah, it's got to be English, and then it's brownish, so it's some sort of English brown. Excellent. Yep. All right, you're a winner. <laughs> oh my Jesus God! Did you just Christ. die? You can clear your sinuses. Hurt. Uh, I tell you what. Let's take a short break when we get back. We'll talk more about styles after this. Sounds good. The Vault, created by White Labs. The Vault is a collection of new, creative, and unique yeast strains from around the world. These strains have never been available to homebrewers. Most have not even been available to professionals. You have the power to release the yeast. Through the Vault, White Labs is giving you the power to decide which strains are put into production and giving you the opportunity to brew with these strains. Visit whitelabs.com slash the vault and pre-order the yeast strain of your choice and encourage your friends to do the same. Once 250 pre-orders have been achieved, White Labs will put that strain into production. The strain will be mailed directly to your doorstep, ready to make the beer you've always wanted to brew. This program was created with the homebrewer in mind. White Labs is relying on you to help release these strains, which may blaze the way for future new and unique beers. Help release the yeast. Visit whitelabs.com slash the vault. Since the first time the Brewing Network microphones turned on, more beer was behind it. 
More Beer sponsors the programming on the BN because, like you, they love brewing. And like the Brewing Network, they love sharing their knowledge. Morebeer.com isn't just a website to place your next equipment or ingredient order. Morebeer.com also gives you access to free beer information that will make you a better brewer. Go to morebeer.com and click into the Learning Center. You'll find podcasts, technical facts, video tutorials, and more, including access to The Buzz, More Beer's social network of more than 5,000 members. And some of them might even be crazier about beer than you are. Get over to morebeer.com today and take advantage of The Buzz, The Forum, The Learning Center, and make sure you're signed up to receive the newest More Beer catalog. More Beer, bringing you absolutely everything for beer making. Grog tags aren't just for labeling your home brews to hand out to your friends. They're the perfect way to round out your personal brewing marketing. Bringing your latest beer to a funeral? Craft a metal sign to go with it. Heading out to Little Liam's Bar Mitzvah? Grog Tag custom bottle caps are awesome. Couldn't get out of jury duty this year? Grog Tag the hell out of the deliberation room with reusable labels. Grog Tag has an awesome array of products just waiting to be customized by you. Metal signs, coasters, tasting mats, bottle caps, tap handles. It's all there waiting for your designs at Grog Tag. Liven up your next party with the widest selection of custom products ever offered by a sponsor of the Brewing Network. Grog Tag. At least your beer will look good. Now back to Jamil, Tasty, and Blise. It's Brewing with Style. All right, we're back. Tasty, you ever order anything from WilliamsBrewing.com? Certainly did. I recently ordered uh, these uh, carny uh, cake posts that I put on my Sankey tap. Oh. So now uh-huh. I just have one. I just put it on, you know, whether I'm doing commercial or homebrew, my kegerator is just set up just, you know, this carny cake connection. Either way. Either nice. Way. Works nice. great. Works great. Well, that, you know, when we were uh, doing a lot of cascales initially, um, we still do cascales all the time at, at Heretic. I was buying my my <laughs> leaf hops for cask conditioning some stuff from Williams Brewing. Uh-huh, sure. uh, they got a great selection, right. uh, whether it be leaf hops, pellets, yeah. uh, corny keg parts, whatever you have. They got great great customer service. And one of the cool things about Williams Brewing is if you order before 4 p.m. Pacific time, which is like 7 p.m. East Coast. Uh- they get that order in that same day. They get that out and shipped, and so they've been get, doing that for years. You get it quick. They got it. Right. They got it right. I, I think. I think sometimes they've delivered before I have ordered. <laughs> no, That's which great. is amazing. Yeah. So uh, they they've been around since 1979, uh, providing those great ingredients, those great uh, pieces of equipment. They've got all sorts of cool stuff going on now they got the inner tap faucet line they got the whole thing those those forward ceiling faucets where you can interchange from a stout faucet to a regular faucet oh that's cool it's perfect yeah. for humber they got uh grain mill motorizing kits that don't use uh you know sheaves and belts oh, they've yeah. got uh you know, great work pumps that uh at 70 bucks are you know doing you know twice the work at half the price so lots of lots of cool stuff from Brewers Edge regulators, uh, cool people, cool stuff. Check them out, WilliamsBrewing dot com. All right, <clears throat> uh, 
So now that we know these beers, and yes. we know what they are, yes. how does that change your opinion, Mr. JP? Um, <clears throat> how does it change my opinion? Not um, at all. Not at all, really. You um, bastards. Well, here's the thing that uh-huh. I think, and we were talking about this during the break, is that I think when we're sat down to judge a beer yeah. or you know, a series of beers, and we are given the category, we automatically, in our minds, we're, we're thinking about that category, and beers will be included that in a random blind judging like this may not get in there. You know, if we were given the nautical nut brown and we were told it's an English brown ale category, yeah, what would you have said? You'd be like, well, yeah. And I'd be like, yeah, for sure. Uh, this one's got a little bit more coffee, but yeah, yeah that's acceptable. But at least you know, you, you know the first third of that puzzle right. already. You, you would have given them the benefit of the doubt right. and included and said, yeah, that's classic style enough. You wouldn't have put in coffee beer. No, um, or red wine barrels. Right, right. But if but if, but if it was but but if I sat you down and said, okay, so these are coffee beers, yeah, and then you judge it, you would have said, yeah, I get the coffee for sure, sure. right? Yeah. And you know, if I said, well, it's a specialty category, and I put on the label coffee and red wine barrels, you'd have been like, yeah, all right. So I mean, this is one of the things about judging. I think that all of us agree upon is sometimes it is situational where you're told. Well, this, and yeah, you can dig those flavors out. And, and as a judge, your your goal is not to beat somebody to death and tell them it's not there, right? You right. give them the benefit at of the, the doubt. Same, at the same time, part of the process <laughs> is to eliminate beers. Right. So you are comparing it to the style. Right? You're comparing sure, it to sure, the sure. style, but but your goal is to the say— The style flexible enough, malleable enough. Yeah. That we, you can find room for it, right? Well, yeah. yeah. Well, And once you're in room and in style, then—, then the whole issue of out of style is gone. Now you're just going by the overall impression, if you will. Well, the the, the goal of the judge is to is to comment on what's in the beer and how it aligns with the style, mm-hmm. not to necessarily say you're missing this, this, and this. Right, right. And it's it's a different approach. It sounds very similar, but it's very it's a different way to do it. You 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 comment on what you're tasting and what and how that aligns with the style. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, and, but but you, know, you you give them the benefit of the doubt. That right. they intended no, no, to make no, the style that they entered in. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the things is, you know, I get people all the time telling me, oh, you know, I brewed this, that, and the other thing. You know, it should be in this category. Tell me what category it should be in. I'm like, well, taste it. And based on taste, does it taste like that style category? And I think this is a good example. Uh, you know, for me... I thought the Ale Smith was in the English Brown, but you guys did not think it was. It. You thought it was Baltic Porter. You thought it was coffee. Well, I thought it had a yeah. lot of English characters. So I, I just couldn't think of a style to put it into. Now right. that you mentioned it, but sure. you know that just goes to show that you know two out of three were saying not to style. Yeah. essentially, right, right, essentially. Right. Now, I blame if the I gave word. you the style, you'd be like, well, all right, I'll throw it a bone, I'll include it in, you know, type of thing. So that's well, and we've said that before on the show, even mm-hmm. where hey, we're gonna we're we're drinking this for an extra stout or whatever, right? right? To style, right, 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 and to style it and matches or it doesn't, and so I think that's that's one of the things to take away from, you know, both entering your beers, you need to 
dissociate yourself from the style. You know, just because you brewed it to be, you know, oatmeal stout mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's oatmeal stout. Maybe right. it's foreign extra. Maybe it's dry stout, whatever. It doesn't matter you threw oats in there. It could be one or the other. You you brew a lot of stouts, JP, yeah. right? Yeah. I have to keg one actually tomorrow. Right. And, yeah. and, and so it could be one or the other. It doesn't matter what you put in it. It's, you know, just forget about the fact that you threw oats in it. Taste it. Tell me what style it is. Right. And if it isn't classically that style, don't enter it in that style. It doesn't matter if you made a, a dry stout and you put oats in it and it still tastes like, you know, or you made an oatmeal stout and it tastes like a dry stout. Well, enter it in dry stout. Yeah. Don't, you know, just be a slave to what you thought you were brewing. Maybe you make the world's yeah. greatest dry stout by adding oats right. or lactose or whatever it might be, right? Yeah. Of course, then it means that you can actually determine what. I, mean, I would I would be bad at that because I couldn't I couldn't pick the right style. You well, have to be able to pick the right style yeah. to brew the beer and then decide what style to put it in. But styles in the eye of the beholder. Well, except the beholder is another guy that he knows yeah, the style really sure, well. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, even if a beer just barely qualifies to get in this into the, or barely not doesn't get disqualified mm-hmm. to be in, you know, not thrown out. Mm-hmm. It's the overall impression is going to take that into account. You're going to go like. Is this a really good nut brown ale or, or English brown ale, or is it really more like something else? That's where it would be. Other beers in the group would go, would you know, get a higher number. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I think. Um, yeah, I, I think the takeaway from this is, though, that you know, uh, the beer is what the beer is. Yeah, well, styles are uh, you know a categorization that. Exactly. Doesn't really apply to every beer, and some beers uh-huh. are just kind of they, they fall in between. Well, for years I'd enter my my Janus Brown Ale in the American Brown Ale category. Mm-hmm. It was way too big for this category, so right. it would win because it just really tasted good. Sometimes that that's sort of like uh, once you're within the limits of yes, it's close enough to the style. Mm-hmm. Then which one do we like the best? Well, we mm-hmm. like that one there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Anything else to add, JP? Zero. I have zero to add to that. You're spent. Spent. You've shot everything you've had. Uh, we well, do have questions from the chat. Yes. You want to take a question? Yeah, oh, yeah. All right, this is from D House. He says, uh, hi, question. The other day, made some wort for an English bitter. I left it overnight in my chiller and pitched yeast the next day. It seems to be doing fine, but I wonder if there are any cons to this approach. Has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but yes, nope. um, the con would be that uh, you could be encouraging the growth of bacteria, wild yeast, and all that stuff, uh, and there you're giving them a head start, and it could produce some off flavors. Yeah. Um, chances are it wasn't 100% sanitary, and so that's that's the case. That's what I would think. Okay. Here's another one. Of course, you know, I do that all the time. It's from guest uh, 228 says, uh, serious question. Are there any suggestions on how to cleanse your palate when going from one beer to the next? I've tried a spicy mustard and pretzel, and that seems to work well. But how would Jamil and Tasty suggest, if any? I don't matter, apparently, so that's fine. Or JP. Yeah, spicy mustard. I would suggest not doing spicy mustard no. if you want to taste the next beer, dummy. No. My, I, I think I just drink water and wait mm-hmm. a while. Mm-hmm. Just wait a while. Well, I think there's there's the a value to, back to neutral, right? There's value to waiting uh, for time. Yeah. 
um, when we're judging uh, GBF or anything else, a uh, couple things I do, I, I sniff my arm. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm used to the smell of my own body. I mean, you know. Sure, it's neutral for you. I'm sniffing my body. It's a reference smell, right. Right. Um, so that tends to kind of reset me, and then I'll, uh, I'll do a lot of water. And, you know, there's the matzo crackers that they do at the GBF. Unsalted they also, uh, crackers. Yeah, they also do uh, little discs of, like, uh, a baguette. Huh. And that actually, for me, is, is very good. Yeah, I, I, that. I prefer that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you want bland you flavors. That's crackers. Yeah. Or I just don't care. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> I don't and care the, enough and about the funny it. thing is, you know, um, when, you're, when you're having a beer somewhere, a mm-hmm. sample yeah. or something, and uh, they rinse out the glass, it's like, well, you know, the rest of that beer that was in that glass is still in my mouth. So yeah. I started thinking, tell me if I'm crazy. I started thinking, well, I, don't, I really don't care if you rinse my glass. I drank what was in that glass. And that's the flavor profile that's in there. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's, I, I, I want it emptied out completely. No, but no, yeah, no significant but, amount. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but I, I don't care about the residual slight coating on the glass. Shouldn't make any there. difference. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care either. Yeah. I, I mean, my mouth has got it. So yeah. it'll be fine. It makes sense. <laughs> it'll be okay. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. There you go. All right. We got anything else? No, I think that's it. That's it? Yeah. You want to get out of here? I want to get out of here. <laughs> All right. I'm done. I've enjoyed it. I've been on the road 30-plus percent this year. Wow. wow. I'm just beat to death. Wow. Before we get out of here, I do want to tell everybody who's in the L.A. area, I will be at the Eagle Rock Home Brewing Supply Store Nice. on November 5th as a guest judge. Apparently, they did this cool thing where uh, you could pick up six gallons of wort at the brewery, at Eagle Rock Brewery. They're mm-hmm. affiliated, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, way back in September. Way back in September. Mm-hmm. And then you ferment it however you want. You've did done they, something like did this. Did they do an HA rally down there? Um, you know, I don't know that. Huh? I don't know that. Um, and then you can enter, and then you enter the beer into the competition. Right, right, right. So I will yeah, be down there that. judging on November fifth. Uh, that is in LA, Eagle Rock Homebrewing.com, and the winner can win a hundred dollar gift certificate. It's a it's a uh, public, um, like best of show kind of thing. So there are nice. judges, but it's wh- whoever crowd favorite is. So if you're in the LA area, come by and say hi. And, yeah, come uh, by and vote. Very cool. You know, I'll do some things with you. Are you going to hit uh, Disney when you're there? I'd, uh, I'm going to try. See, the, here's the fucked up part is that BlizzCon is that weekend, and I really want to go to BlizzCon, but... I, but What the hell is BlizzCon? For Blizzard, the uh, video game uh, producer, they make like World of Warcraft and most recently Overwatch and Heroes uh-huh. of the Storm and all these rad StarCraft, uh-huh. uh, but you're not South Korean, so you don't know about StarCraft. Um, I'm like 50 plus, <laughs> so I've... So yeah. you're just out of the I'm loop. Old. Yeah, I'm old. But it's really fun, and it, it's cool, and um, I had to turn down tickets because all the hotel rooms were just booked solid, mm. and it's like 200 bucks, and then mm. you have to drive and then park your car, and it's a whole thing, so I, I don't think oh, I'll be able to go. Parking the car, that seems... Yeah. That seems really above and beyond. Well, I mean, pay I, I for parking. I, I, dude, I hate, I hate doing that. I hate interacting with the crowds. If it's, yeah. if it's longer than a 20-minute like, ordeal, I just, I, I'm over it. So I probably won't be hitting Disney. But I will be going to the Hollywood Bowl the night, the week before. Mm-hmm. The, uh, they're having a band at the Hollywood Bowl, an orchestra playing the Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack with uh, Paul Rubin singing and some other people. Paul Rubin. Yeah, so, you know, Pee Herman. 
Yeah, because yeah. he signed. No, I didn't All right. know. All right. yeah. So I'm excited. So it'll be, cool. it'll be uh, cool. two weekends in LA, man. But nice. Eagle Rock, check it out. Yeah, November. People at Eagle Rock are awesome. November fifth. All right. Another fine show. At least that's what I'm going to declare on my taxes. That's what we're going to say. <laughs> yeah. We're going to take the money. There you go. All right. Hey, good job, everybody. Thank you very much. Um, I enjoyed it. And I thought that the, it was cool. the, the two beers we were given were excellent. I yes. thought I, I would have drank pints of either one. Yeah, where's the rest of that? Yeah. yeah. I thought, the, the, nut, Kirk State. thought right. the nut brown was too sweet. Oh, that's just still, right. I had a pint of water. And I'm still feeling it in my mouth. That reminded me of English, English brown ale right there. I need spicy mustard in a pretzel, I think. Right. <laughs> I put spicy mustard on a dick and put that on <laughs> Wow. Oh, right. Yeah, I just went there. Wow. <laughs> if you enjoy this kind of programming, I would suggest <laughs> checking out BrewersHardware.com with our good friend Brad. Yeah. Check out uh, the Brewing Network store, thebrewingnetwork.com slash store. Yep. You can get yourself uh, hoodies, growlers. Uh, glassware, you can get yourself uh, Got some new stuff Go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. A pair of Bevo's onesie. headphones you know, onesie, Used onesie. onesies, all sorts of stuff <laughs> Used onesies Used onesies. Also check out Bevo's Mental Health born, Mental Health The uh, Mental Health Facility at Kaiser if you like this stuff <laughs> That's right Until then everybody, Bruce Strong I don't know.